0: Hi everyone, welcome to STEPS Audio Channel. We are very excited to share our content from STEPS events to learn all about the latest trends in startups, digital media, fintech, future tech, and wellness in emerging markets. You can find us on Enagami, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to your favorite channel and we hope you enjoy the content. Today we have the first artists of the MENA region with us here. We have Cristal Peshara. The first, uh, the first woman in the MENA region to launch an NFT collection. She's also an artist and a painter. We have Rami Qadi, who's the first fashion designer to launch an NFT collection along with uh, a dress collection, and we have Amrita Sati, who's also the first uh, Dubai-based uh, NFT artist, and she's also <laughs> she's also a painter. She's also done the first uh, mural in Dubai that is uh, animated, uh, and so. You guys, this is going to be rich. This is going to be amazing. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to go with the first basic question. So NFTs, you guys are usually uh, into digital. You're You're into concrete art. How did you get into NFTs? Like, personally, if you can go quickly all over that. And how did you feel it has changed your day-to-day process when creating art? Because it's a different kind of art, and it's new, and people are still, like, they have a lot of question marks about it. So,
1: Cristel, Hi, everyone. I'm happy to be here. So um, being an artist for years I've been um, working with both traditional medium and digital medium and finally I'd have to say like a year ago, uh, over a year ago, uh, we, the NFT technology got introduced and definitely it disrupted the art scene. Uh, for the good. It is something that I've been waiting for. It is a validation for digital art. Finally, I'm proud to say that I create digital art. And the same way I create traditional, uh, the same way I paint, I can create now digital art that are valued on the same scale as my uh, traditional painting. It it did change my perspective and how I run my studio. I, I think of my art studio as a business. And, and, the, and finally, with digital art, instead of having them printed for people to collect them, now I only rely on creating an NFT for these digital art for people to collect them. And there's a proof on the blockchain of ownership. Amazing. Rami? <laughs>
2: um, as a couture designer, I've been uh, known for creating or mixing fashion and technology for the past uh, 10 years. And... Uh, since I have a young team uh, with me and you know we've been hearing about NFT and crypto for the past few years uh, we've decided to go into that. How it changed the way I th- I see things uh, I think it helped me a lot because for example when I wanted to do the I, I did the first the glow in the dark collection like 8 years ago it was so difficult for me to uh, create it in a physical dress we, we need to find the right materials and the right uh, uh, um, crystals and sequence for it so now in the digital world it's it was very easy for me and uh, okay I hired a whole new team for it because I have my couture uh, client and my couture process is still the same but for the NFTs we have hired a new team for it to help me um, uh, to to, to help putting those ideas into uh, this digital art so the creative part was uh, uh it's, it's like an infinity we can create anything in this digital art
3: yeah, absolutely yeah hi everyone my name is amrita Seti, um and i'm the first nft artist in dubai um, but and the uae but i actually didn't start off as an artist i spent the last um you know 15 years in the banking sector and a couple of years ago i moved away from banking became a traditional artist, and then discovered NFTs. And because of my kind of banking finance background, I was able to understand the whole concept of blockchain and NFTs really easily. Um, and then I then actually created my own kind of style of art, or art genre, and it's all based on sound. And so mm-hmm. what I do is I first say a word or a phrase, I capture the shape and structure of the sound wave, and then each of the lines I draw to match the meaning of the word. And what NFTs did for me as a creative is allowed me to take a very dynamic story, which sound is, um, and be able to uh, allow people to see it, but also for the story to be told dynamically. So the minute NFTs came out, I kind of did animation, so played around with 2D animation, 3D animation. Um, but then I, what I like to do is be able to then bridge the gap between the physical and the, the digital world. So I painted a couple of murals. I've just done a very large one at the DIFC. It's, it's just about, we're getting it, trying to finalize with the Guinness Book of Records as if actually there's the world's largest augmented reality mural. And what I do is I attach augment, I've attached augmented reality to that. Um, so I now use augmented reality, getting into VR, but not just with art, but also with fashion um as well. So if you guys want to come find me later, this is actually an augmented reality, a buyer, which actually comes to life. and And I think that's really for me how, you know, um, NFTs have changed my story. Um, it's allowed technology technology to become my new tool brush.
0: So speaking of uh, both concrete art and digital art, how are you maintaining this balance? Like you have moved from two different, like you have moved from a financial background, which has helped you a lot within uh, within this specific field, but how are you maintaining a balance? Are you all of you, are you leaning more towards NFT at the moment because they're, like, they're hyped up, they're, they're more profitable maybe? Uh, are you deciding like, maybe to just cut out the concrete art? Maybe not for you without me, because like, dresses <laughs> will forever be part of your, uh, of your
3: art, but uh, what about the, the, the balance? Sh- should I say? Th- yes, please. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the way I would say it is, I'm just there to create new things. So whether they end up being an NFT or they become like a piece of fashion or it's a sculpture or a mural, I get my kick out of being able to say, What is it that I can do to push the barriers? Because, you know, there's so much discussion with NFTs, as you rightly said, that is all about, you know, how much money you're going to make. And and I mean, it's been an amazing thing. It's been an amazing thing for the digital creator to be able to finally, you know, realize and be appreciated for their talents. But at the same time, there's too much focus that's going on about how much money people can be made. And what I'm trying to show people is that the the things that NFTs do is they unlock a lot of potential in creativity. So we've gone beyond just being able to access the here and now, but then we're able to get multi-dimensional experiences um, and things like even going into the metaverse. So to answer your question, I just like to create, like now I've started to create a bias in the metaverse. Like I was Googling, like, you can't go into Decentraland and buy a, a bias, so I made the first one, or like I got interviewed by CNBC the other day and I just decided I want to replicate the studio, so I just decided to build a studio and stick it on my piece of land. That's what motivates me is to keep showing people the potential of what it means to have NFTs.
2: Um, as for me, uh, I think those are two parallel, parallel worlds that I'm living in at the moment. I have my couture process that is still the same. How creating a collection following the couture calendar, uh, creating a, a couture client for my, my client or as a collection is still the same. And the team is still the same. But I have doubled my efforts uh, personally and with, as I said, with a whole new team to start working on my NFTs and for the future product projects that we're willing to to create. Uh, Also, we're uh, now uh, trying to create with 3D animators uh, uh, dresses and uh, hoodies and uh, garments and headphones and uh, sneakers in uh, 2D and 3D so we can display them later on in the metaverse. So I'm uh, doubling my efforts for this uh, project. But I'm also focusing a lot on my core, which is couture.
0: I feel like you you're leaning more towards digital these
1: days what about that yes definitely actually maybe because it's uh, there's the whole hype around the NFTs and everybody is like understanding especially like uh, early this year like th- January and everybody is like Got their their minds around, they're up their their minds around the NFT. They're starting to understand that this is a validation for any digital asset or even any physical asset. So I've been approached by a lot of people that they want to create projects and they want to have. Take part of this technology and this new uh, space Uh, the thing is with me because i've been doing this for many years i've been i've been always dividing my time between uh, traditional and painting and and the digital drawings i like both i spend most of my time um, uh, cutting my day in half working on both the thing is now there's a high demand on the nfts which Takes more time. I had to put more effort in this space, and I'm happy to do so. To do so, I've been for years uh, um, like. I had a different process in mind when creating digital art to have them printed on canvas. It's different now that I'm working on the screen. I have a, a, a different um, space of creativity there using the, just to play around the screen, uh, the uh, the, pro, the programs that I use due, due while I'm using my process and um, like I can introduce now animation, music in my uh, artworks, it's, it's a, like, there's a new new found space for me that I can create. So yeah, I'm putting a lot of effort there. (laughs) I think all of you are. Mm -hmm. Speaking
0: of which, uh, let's consider I'm an artist. And I'm maybe not that proficient in English, specifically, because we see now all of the marketplaces uh, are almost all in in English. Uh, let's say I'm not uh, a financial tech savvy, I'm not into crypto, how can I get myself to go from concrete art or maybe just regular digital art into the NFT world? What, since all of you have just started into this, like even if it's been a couple of years, how did you get yourself to get to understand the field and get to, like, how did you which, gonna, which platform do you choose? I'm gonna start because people. I'm
2: there. Uh, I, I, yes, yeah. I lost my NFT 20 days ago, so yeah. I'm very <laughs> fresh. So, really, what we first did okay, like everyone, we're all hearing about crypto NFTs, metaverse. Uh, it might sound Chinese to us, but we first of all, I think there are five steps. First of all, you really need to Uh, Listen to YouTube uh, videos, know what is crypto, uh, uh, search for artists for NFTs, search for marketplaces, know what is a blockchain. Like really educate yourself before going into that. Second, you should, and this is what I did and how I, I, I created my collection, I have surrounded myself with the right people with the right friends. If I know, for example, you're my friend, I come, I will sit to you, I will talk to you about it, and you will include me to another friend, and I will build my own community, so I can have, like, a WhatsApp group or, like, a chat with people whenever I have a question or whenever I have a a question mark, because there are lots of things. Like you're relying
0: on a community. On on a
2: community, because uh, alone you cannot do it. Third, you should know what is your project, it, the, is it something very new? On which platform you want to launch it? Uh, is it something that looks like an old project that was done? You should know where 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 to put yourself, for how you should market yourself. Because as a, as a as, this is something that I have faced in uh, w- while I was launching my NFTs. Uh, mark, marketing uh, mark, market and NFT project is way different than marketing uh, like yeah. the step conference or a fashion project or anything because the platform that we use are w- way different and so new to us and the way of communicating is also very different because sometimes you communicate with people that are, uh, their name is K-W-Y, and they they have an avatar face, but those people are like really whales, and uh, you cannot just ignore them. And five, you should know if your project is on, uh, you should have like a clear roadmap, and you should know where your project is going, and you should have a visibility for the future.
1: I will have yeah. to add to Rami. Um, obviously, a lot of research has to, you have to do a lot of research on your own because as long, we can talk all day about this and if you don't do your own research, you don't read, you will not get it. But once, um, it, it, it's a new, it's a word that will suck you in. It will. It, it's a flow that um, you will be, you would want to know more. You would be curious to know more. And uh, an advice that I like always to say that artists should stick to their own unique styles something that they are good at they the message has to to feel and to be the same whether it's uh, however they want to present their work so if they want to create an nft for this work it will still be recognizable that this is theirs and this is how they will they can make it anywhere in any uh, any space not only nfts
0: um Amrita, I know that you have your art on multiple platforms. Yeah. How do you pick your platforms, and what about the gas fees? Like, do you do you, do? You, are you considering the sustainability behind NFTs? Because we know that it's uh, it's being uh, talked about at the moment mm-hmm. as like probably a climate change catalyst. So, which marketplaces
3: are you? Uh, yeah, how? I mean, it's a good question. I started my my. Um, you know, my portfolio, because back then, nobody had heard of NFTs, right? Literally, I mean, I was talking a complete another language for about a year before anybody understood what I was talking about. So the guy who introduced me to NFTs is actually, he's the ex-CTO of The Entertainer, and then he started his platform called Terra Virtua, which is still there, and uh, they do collectibles and art. So I was the first NFT artist, even on his platform, and it's a global platform. And with his platform, for example, you know, with NFT platforms, you have curated platforms and then you have open platforms. And so an example of a curated platform is a place like Terra or shout out to, I don't know if there's, no, they're still not, they've gone. Actually, there were some people in the back who have their NFT platform as well. Um, And so you've got like other NFT platforms that are coming out that curate artists. Um, Because, you know, back to your question earlier is I'm an artist. I need to get started. Where do I go? Um, a lot of the time, what I say to artists like that is, you know, just you know, to Crystal's point, you know, know your style, create your art and then go and maybe go to a curated platform who can at first help you teach yourself or teach you about what it means to mint, what it means to do on different chains. Like for example, Rami, you just told me he's the first artist on, you know, it's Solana. No, solana Solano. Oh, yeah, it's Card- Cardano, sorry. Um, so, you know, this is the way that also as an artist, if you want to kind of get into it, go for maybe for a bit of a curated platform. And it doesn't matter if they take a little bit more of a percentage, it, because actually that's, that's kind of what you are, you're kind of giving that trust in a tried and tested system. Then as you get probably more educated or even if you've know if you then got the right team around you or whatever, then there's open platforms like OpenSea, um, LooksRare that, that are coming out and then you have platforms that are open but you have to be qualified to go into it like Nifty Gateway. So these are like the more the Christie's and the Sotheby's of the, the platform. So, you know, you have to also, there's a whole range of platforms. And basically, platforms are galleries, right? So, they're the modern-day galleries these days. And so, you know, as opposed to the, the modern-day galleries where they just take 50% of the artist's work, at least this way is completely changed for the artist. The power is more in the artist, um, and also the artist is able to get royalties as well on, on, the, on the resale of their art, can we consider
0: uh, NFTs as 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 a form of digital art, the first art to give artists the righteous commission, or has there been any other platform? Because we know that people now can like, if I buy your NFT and then I sell it, you get a commission. You get like a ten yeah.
3: percent or a five percent.
0: You sell yeah. it. Is NFT actually the first to uh, to give? the artists I mean I think
3: no I don't think you know I, I mean I, you know like uh, there's an artist a very famous artist called Sasha Jaffrey and he's a very f- physical artist and you know he's been saying for a long time that you know some of the bigger artists or sort of the more modern artists they, they have negotiated. It's been something that has been around in the physical world, um. but there's been no way of policing it, right? So unless your agent or you as the artist really is able to track when your art is sold, then yes, you can kind of try to find it. But the great thing about the blockchain and exactly what NFTs have done is that everything is mined into the blockchain. Every transaction is mined in the blockchain. Then it's about having the right smart contracts and the right smart contracts to make sure that you have that coming to you. So just to finalize your point about the gas fees, you then have different chains that do different things, but then also you have different powers of the, you know, which you have more, um, obviously more sustainable chains like Polygon or even like, you know, Cardano or whatever and Flow. Um, Ethereum is obviously an expensive chain, but, you know, I was speaking to the CTO of um, Artifact, which is the guys who did the collab with, you know, Nike. I mean, what they've done with Clonex, and he was just like, this guy knows his stuff like nobody's business, and he's like, you know what, the the smart contract on Ethereum is still the best, it's still worth a bit of the gas fees, and the question about the gas fees is that we need to put it into context in terms of everything we do, like, you know, in all due respect to the STEP conference, how much how much are we adding to... You know the environment to do anything that we do, from wearing a pair of sneakers to this dress or whatever the case is. If you actually look at the, the actual power that goes into some of these gas fees, if you compare it to everything else, then actually it's very little. So the, the thing is it likes to be hyped up into the market, um, but obviously the great thing about, I would say, the blockchain space, some of the NFT people, it's, part, it's, it's one of they're the hardest working people I've ever met in my life. And I've worked in banking and I've worked investments. And these guys, I would say the blockchain and the crypto community, are so dedicated to just getting better and better in tech. And I think that, that we'll will see a real improvement on that. Beautiful.
0: Um, I have a question for all of you. What about the right-click save conspiracy now that's happening. Like, people can just take a screenshot of your art, which is something that you might have spent hours working on. How do you feel about like protecting your own art now that it's online, now that anyone can take a screenshot or just save it and just reuse it? Uh, Rami, I'll start with you since you design uh, this,
2: dresses? Th- this conspiracy has been over the years now. You know, you can find your... I can find my dress uh, on Alibaba for $200. Have, you before? Yeah, Have yeah, you before? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I And I bought it, and you, you get nothing out of it. But this happens in real life and in digital art, and it happens everywhere. Like, for example, today you can right-click and save uh, a Picasso painting and put it in your house. But, but is it wouldn't it, be the same. Is it, is it the same?
1: No.
2: So owners will know if it's the same, uh, if, it's a real, uh, if it's a real piece. Artists will know if it's a real piece. And because it's on a blockchain, everything is traceable and trackable. So you can know who is the creator of this piece. It got uh, sold from this wallet to this wallet, from this address to this address. So uh, it's more safe, I can say, when it's on a blockchain, then it's on a physical piece yeah. so i can know for example this t-shirt i cannot know uh, i bought it from it was made in china and then they I, I got it from italy and then from italy i got it to dubai but in uh, nfts you can track all of this and you can know the the, the authenticity of of the, the, art, the art okay piece.
0: considering that you uh, the the latest nft collection which is the lucid algorithms yeah that you have launched. Uh, just if you could explain it to me, you would buy an NFT and then if I buy an NFT, you would design the dress based on the pattern that you have designed.
2: OK, so basically uh, we have like three options mm-hmm. in uh, the utilities, if I can say, of buying a Aramikadia NFT. Uh, If you're a couture client and you want uh, to have a physical dress that is inspired from this NFT, you need to buy the NFT so I can create the dress for you. So this is number one. If you're not a lady or you're not a couture client, but you have an avatar or you have a a 2D uh, NFT where you want to implement the, uh, the, the, the NFT, the Ramikadi NFT on this avatar, we will do it for you and we will create your own uh, avatar in a 3D design and for the future events in uh, the physical world uh, all our fashion shows and in the future events in the metaverse, uh, you will have access to, uh, to, our, or to, to all our events.
0: Okay, so we have among three artists, we have two artists who are already linking NFTs to their concrete art. Christelle, what about you?
1: <laughs> Actually, I'm doing that to say I'm doing the same. Uh, so I've I have collectors coming in uh, into my studio, and uh, they want to acquire one of my paintings. And because of the technology and they know how this is, the um, transaction is very seamless, very transparent. They would ask me to create an NFT for the physical painting. And I'm happily doing it because it's easier for me, easier for them. It's uh, it, Instead of having the certificate on a piece of paper, you're having it on the blockchain that is immutable. No one can edit it. And um, you've been saying about the copies that we found everywhere and that the right click thing, I feel the, the opposite actually with the NFT, with this technology uh, and the blockchain technology. Um, it's, it's super secure for us. It secures our rights, our copyrights. Uh, I, if anybody wants to save it, let him save it. Um, but I, we can all see it online, on, uh, on the blockchain, who's the creator and who's the real owner. Now you can own digital art and it's for everyone to see. So I see it as a way to um, uh, preserve our rights. Uh, I've seen my work in malls here, prints out, cheap uh, copies. Uh, It doesn't bother me anymore. It used to before. I used to have also my lawyers, like just uh, seeing what can we do with that they are profiting of my work but it means that uh, you're
2: successful it, it now
1: <laughs> I consider it as a marketing tool, let them do the work uh, but, and, and then to track them, like in Amazon if you want to ask them to remove your um, the fake product, it takes a lot of emails going back and forth so it's time consuming Amazon is,
2: is easier than other uh, I websites, imagine Alibaba is
1: like...
2: I just want to add something to, to what Christelle just said. And, and usually when you buy an, an NFT there are utilities. Hmm. And now what she said and I faced this with a recent client last week she's buying her uh, wedding dress and she told me Please, I want a photo of it, and I want you to mint it as an NFT. So when uh, I grow up, or when I, uh, I, I would give this dress to my daughter. This will be the authenticity that this is a Rami Khadi dress, and I bought it from you on this on this date. So yeah, it's uh, it's becoming so, like, very despite, common now. Despite everything, yeah. and
0: despite the lack of regulations within the system, like within the sphere at the moment you still feel like, yeah, it is worth it. Like, everything you've been doing is worth it. And Yeah. I
3: was going to actually ask the audience a question, if you don't mind. So, who, who actually has a MetaMask wallet? Does anyone own? Okay, oh, great. And does anyone actually own NFTs in the room as well? Okay, so, like, just more or less about the same, we've got a MetaMask wallet. For those people who actually own an NFT, Um, they understand the concept of ownership, Mm -hmm. right? They understand that having a right click ain't gonna do for you, basically. So what I always say to people is you need to get, the only way you can understand a sense of ownership is by opening up a MetaMask, getting yourself an NFT, even if it's like a free NFT or DM me and I'll drop you a free NFT, and then you actually have it in your wallet. Once you have it in your wallet, people can right click all they like because you know you've got the right thing in your wallet. So, I would just encourage everyone, it literally takes two minutes. If it takes more than two minutes, again, DM me to open a MetaMask, and then that's how you get started. And that's the only way I would say learn by doing. I have to say, big shout out to what, you know, Rami's doing with the whole fashion thing. It's amazing. Do check his stuff out. And obviously, Crystal's work is amazing as well.
0: Here you go. You have Amrita's DM open. (laughs) If anyone needs any advice, thank you guys so much for today's session. Uh, We have the first artist in the MENA region with us today. Here you go. (laughs) I hope you uh, you enjoyed the session. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find our content on Anghami, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Follow us on social media at Step Conference, and let's stay in touch.